Welcome to the Expert Speak Podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. Well, welcome to another episode of Experts Speak. I am your host, Michael DeLon. Thanks for uh, being with me again. And you're going to uh, enjoy this interview because today I am talking with uh, Vance Morris. Now, uh, you don't know Vance yet, but you're about to. Vance is a, a small business owner. He's the author of the book, Systematic Magic. He's the founder of Disney or Deliver Service Now Institute and... I think he's the only man on earth who can teach you how to Disneyfy your company. So Vance Morris, welcome. Yeah, and the crowd goes wild. That's <laughs> right. I should have some sound effects back there. Yeah. That's great. Uh, well, no gongs, please. No gongs. <laughs> no gongs. Do you remember the gong show? Wow. I certainly do. That brought back some memories. I love that show. I do, too. That was awesome. <clears throat> well, Vance, um, thanks for being with me. Vance and I, just you know, so you can get some context, Vance and I are in a mastermind together, and uh, we were we had a meeting, a, I don't know, a few weeks ago, and Vance uh, had a special day where he talked about Disneyfying your business, and I was, I was enraptured by it. It was really interesting, and I wanted him to uh, be on the podcast to share with you. Uh, what that is all about. So Vance, tell us a little bit about your, your background and how did you get into this whole aspect of helping companies provide better customer service? Yeah, definitely. And, and I, I never like to correct my host, about, oh, <laughs> um, but it, I, I really, customer service, you know, to me is like, is a department. Um, and I think really what I, what I'm really trying to get out there is it's the full experience. Um, so customer service would be a part of it, but you know, everything from the color of the paint to, uh, how you answer the phone and all of that stuff. So it's really, it's the full on experience that you're providing for your clients. So, um, if you want to end here because I've corrected you, um, well, no, that's okay. We're done. No, I, I really, no, that's very interesting because as you presented at our mastermind, that's the, the feeling and the words, I guess, that came out of an experience because that's really what we're all after at the end of the day. It's just nobody right. talks about that. So yep. talk about it. Yeah. So, um, you know, for those of you who don't know, I spent uh, just a little over a decade working for the mouse down in Walt Disney world in Orlando. A lot of fun down there. Um, I really, luckily that was my second real job um, that I had. Uh, first one didn't really count uh, right. managing a restaurant. But uh, I, so I was able to really get my base uh, working for the Disney company. And what I learned was the big takeaway, not only do they have systems like nobody's business. I mean, there's a system to change a bus tire. There's a system to, you know, get people on a ride. Everything's got a system. Yep. But the other thing was that how they can take mundane things, things that have to be done every single day, to make the resort run, to make the, the theme parks run, um, and turn that mundane thing into an experience. A uh, real quick example is, uh, you know, the housekeepers that go to, that change the linens in your guest room while you're at the parks. Right. Well, you know, there are, there are 
housekeepers out there that are, you know, will rearrange all of your kids' toys on the bed and put a little plate of cookies in the center of the bed and it makes it look like they're having a picnic. Or they take the towels and they make, you know, big Mickey heads out of the towels and put them places in the room. Um, All things that they don't have to do because really their job is to change the linens, make sure you got clean towels, et cetera. But they, they create an experience by going the extra mile. I mean, they could easily just take the kids, you know, dolls and toys and stuffed animals and just, you know, prop them up on the bed or leave them on the sofa, but they take the time to, you know, corral them. One lady actually had them um, looking like they were trying to escape out the window. So she stacked each of the plush dolls on top of each other, (laughs) making it look like they were trying to escape. Um, So, I mean, it's that kind of thing. It's that overall experience. So, it doesn't have to be difficult to create an experience. It's actually very easy. You just got to get your wheels spinning a little bit. Well, um, and that's good. Go ahead. Well, uh, yeah, you've, you've hit on two really important things, Vance, and I, w- I want to make sure people get this. Number one, systems. Your business needs systems. And we may do another podcast just around that. Sure. But you've got to have systems. But the experience that you just explained with the towels and all, and all of that, that's what people bring home after they visit Disney. They bring that home and they tell other people. So this this experience garners them word of mouth that everybody else goes, well, I want that kind of experience. So next vacation, guess where I'm going? That's really what you're talking about from a small business perspective as well, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, one of the key things that I do in all of my teachings is that we're not trying to adopt what Disney does. Uh, I mean, unless you own a theme park or unless you own a hotel or a resort, um, you can't really copy what Disney does. But what you want to do is you want to look at what they do and how can you adapt it into your niche or your profession? Um, And that's really the key question. How can you adapt what Disney does? So, you know, not that I would expect you to go to Disney for three days and just, you know, watch what they do. Um, although the next time you do go to Disney, you should really look at it with a different set of eyes. Uh, you know, look at it from a business point of view. Go ahead and have fun. But, okay, wow, how do they keep the place so clean? Well, you know what? Take five minutes, sit down, grab a soda, and watch how they keep the place clean. Um, you know, and really, and then take that experience back. Um, so it. And the thing is, is that any company that is dealing with people um, can can do this, what I call Disneyfy, creating experiences out of the mundane. And, you know, to really drive that home, I mean, I've worked with child care center owners. I've worked with attorneys. I've worked with rocket scientists at NASA. Um, I've worked with restaurants, um, orthodontists. I mean, you know, home inspectors. I just had a home inspector group on my uh, uh, on my call earlier today. So if you think you can't, you're you can. I mean, it's just if you if you have people either working for you or you serve people. It's for you. It is. It is. Well, and, and it's real interesting is um, home inspectors. Yeah, that's a pretty mundane business, right? Um, Vance also owns a, a carpet cleaning business. That's pretty mundane. But in, in what is. you shared with us, You've integrated these principles of how Disney does something. You said, how do I, uh, how do, I do that in the carpet cleaning business? And mm-hmm. just share really quickly how you show up to the house to give that first estimate with the mat oh, sure. and everything. Because right, that's, how, right. that's how you do it. 
Yeah, yeah. And you know, and this is really, I should really make this my tagline, which is if a carpet cleaner can do it, anybody can do it. Because, <laughs> you know, we are not exactly up high on the home service totem pole. Right. Um, but yeah, you bring up the, the fact of uh, having to get into the home. And now that is a very mundane thing for 99% of the companies out there. If you're a home service business, um, you got to get in the house. Um, most people will just walk up, ring the bell and say, you know, hey, I'm Fred the plumber. I'm here to, you know, fix your pipes. Um, I decided, you know what? We got to stand out. We've got to set the stage that we are professionals and that, you know, people are going to remember us. So my guys, when they arrive at a home, uh, they park in the street. Uh, now, this is all a system. So we can, we're, we're double dipping here, Michael. So okay. we, I have a system to create the experience. Got um, it. So, uh, so the process is they park in the street. Uh, we don't park in the driveway because, like I said, God forbid we have an oil leak or something. I don't want to be dripping in the driveway and I got something else to clean. Hit that one. But, yeah. My technician gets out. He's in a clean, crisp uniform. Um, even if it's sec- second or third job of the day, he carries an extra uniform in the van with him in case he gets dirty on the first run. Uh, he's got a special mat underneath his, uh, his arm. He's got his tool bag and he's got a little gift. And he goes up to the front door. He lays down his doormat. He knocks on the door. He doesn't ring the bell uh, because friends knock. Um, salespeople ring the bell. So if any of you guys have to go out there. Um, and um, he takes a couple of steps back. We've always done that. Take a couple of steps back because the last thing you want is some guy, you know, six foot tall, with his nose plastered up against your screen, yep. and you know, eighty year old Mrs. McGillicuddy answers the door, and you, you know, you. You scare the living daylights out of her. Um, so once she opens up the door, um, she goes, hi. Uh, the technician will say, hi, my name's Stephen. I'm, I'm here to take care of your healthy home today. May I come in? So we don't just barge in. We wait to be invited in. Once we're invited in, the technician, now this is where we put on a show. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's a to create an experience, there might be a show element to it. And he exaggerates wiping his feet on our, on our floor mat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even though we wipe our feet, he still puts on booties, uh, before he comes in. Uh, he puts a towel down, puts his tool bag down, um, on the towel and he hands Mrs. McGillicuddy a gift. Now, if you think about it, when you go to somebody's home for a party or dinner or something, you bring something. Yeah, you bring hors d'oeuvres, bottle of wine, you know, whatever. You bring something. Well, I figured we're going to somebody's house. We should bring something. Now, this is nothing extravagant. Um, you know, it's not like I brought, you know, Chateaubriand for four. I mean, it's a little <laughs> blue box. And inside the blue box is a uh, bottle of spot remover, a bag of cookies, and a little note from me saying, thank you very much for allowing us into your home. Brilliant. And I mean, I asked this at the meeting a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, how many home service businesses have come to your house, electrician, plumber, carpet cleaner, pest control, and brought you a gift before they did anything? Yeah, none. Never. You know, it, talk about easily separating yourself. And that gift only cost me like $4.95 to do. Now, the gift has does two things. It One, it separates me from everybody else. They will remember it because they got the gift. Um, but two, when you give a gift, it starts that process called reciprocity. Yeah. So they feel compelled to give something back to you. So when I implement systems in any of my businesses, I only do them one at a time so that I can measure the ROI. 
And, and that's key to anything that you do, you know, measure one thing at a time um, because otherwise you won't know what worked. Uh, so when we implemented the box, we realized a 26% increase in sales in our mid-tier package, which equated to about $65,000 a year in additional revenue that wasn't there before. For a, For a $4, $4 box. box. And a system, and I love that that you have a system because a system makes it repeatable. It happens yes. the same way. The third thing that does for you, and you didn't mention, I thought you were going to go there, is it causes Mrs. McGillicuddy to tell other people, guess what happened to me today? The carpet cleaner gave me, yep. just like Disney. So yep. bravo. But I well, love the, thing, you know, the question I always do when I'm doing um, seminars and stuff, the question I always ask at the beginning is the mission of today is for you to uh, be able to say, or your clients would to say, you'll never guess what happened at the financial planner's office. You'll never guess what happened at the oil change today. Um, so experiences do that. They start you talking about other things. Because if you just had a boring or mundane uh, run-of-the-mill conversation with your financial planner, you're probably not going to go home and say, hey, honey, you know, we, you know, the financial planner, this, that, and we talked about this, that. You know, but if you had an experience, you're going to go, you know, honey, you will never guess what happened at our financial planner's office today. That's right. And that gets the word of mouth going. It, yeah. And it's fun because it's it's a system, but it's an experience. So my wife and I had an experience yesterday, Vance. We, we were refinancing our house. And so we had the experience of going in to sign all those documents. Right. Mm -hmm. And and. I hope he's not listening, but the lovely guy who's sitting on the other side of the table was just, when when are we going to get done here? Sign this, sign this, sign. And, and we walked out and it's all done and great. What an opportunity to make an experience, right? And exactly. In a very mundane business, but they could have given us a little cookie or whatever. Um, <laughs> so, so it yeah. just goes back to the experience. But thinking as a business owner, how could I separate? How could I do something little to make the experience so much better. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember um, the uh, the automaker? Uh, they're out of business now. Saturn. Oh yeah. Saturn, yeah. yeah. Saturns. Sure. Well, when Saturn was around, when you bought a car from Saturn, they literally had a send off party for the car, and so they pulled the car into the showroom, and you know, got the balloons, and everybody came around for pictures and everything, and you drove your car, new car, out of the showroom. They created an experience out of that. I don't know about you. I've bought a lot of cars in the last 20 years. Nobody has given me a balloon. Or <laughs> you know, they've just taken my money and said, thank you very much. Yeah. So, um, it's easy to do in anywhere. Well, it is. And I love the other thing you said, and I hope people got it, one system at a time. So think about, I mean, just even here, think about how, where do you first greet one of your prospects or clients. In my business, I don't go to people's houses, right? I'm on the phone, I'm on Zoom, but I know usually a week in advance before we're going to be on the phone because they set an appointment. What could I do in that week to send them a note, send them a gift, put a video, do something so that they're preconditioned in a different way to go, well, yep. that was nice. Yeah, especially, I mean, if you've got time, uh, a gentleman actually in our mastermind group uh, who runs a real estate office, 
uh, Will, um, he has a book that he's written um, for his real estate business. And when somebody, a new client signs on to, um, or signs up to have an appointment for a showing. Mm -hmm. um, So they haven't got the contract yet, but they, you know, they're kind of interviewing um, uh, agents. Um, Once they get that, that interview set up, he immediately FedExes his book to the prospect. Yep. So, I mean, that book does all the heavy lifting. Two, there's no other real estate agent FedExing their book, um, at least in his neck of the woods. Right. And the other thing is if the um, appointment is the next day, he has somebody in the office drive the book over that night and leave it at the person's house. Yep. So and what did that cost? You know, 15 minutes of somebody's time. Easy to do. For a real estate commission that's probably in the... <laughs> You know, yeah. mid to high, you know, five figures. Yeah, yeah, that's a great investment. And he's built a system to make sure it happens. And that's the the key here is think of the idea, one idea that that, that would apply to your business. How could you? Elevate the experience of your first meeting with a client. Let's take that as the idea. I'm talking to my listeners here, and mm-hmm. then say, okay, what could I do to make that experience to make that an experience they'll remember? That's good, and then. How would I easily systematize it so that it can happen over and over and over? That's system one. You could you could knock that out in the next two weeks. Easy. Yeah. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Well, seriously, <laughs> it's minutes. not rocket science. It's yeah, not it's rocket not. science. Um, it could be as little as I've used um, the software Loom, L-O-O-M, mm-hmm. to record some videos and send a video after I meet with a prospect, just say, hey, Vance, thanks so much for talking with me. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to working with you and our, ne- and our call next Tuesday. And send it off to them, and they, I get great response. Say, hey, thanks for the video. Yeah. It's a little thing, but it's something that nobody else does, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, a friend of mine calls it a video handshake. Oh, very cool. I like that. A yeah. video handshake. Yeah, because it's personal. It's quick, and... Nobody does it, and it separates me from everybody else. Exactly. Um, but the the whole experience here about um, you call it. I mean, do you call it Disneyfying your business? And I I love the tagline, making an experience out of the mundane. Is that right? Yes. I love that because how much of our business every day do we just feel is is really mundane? Because we're in it all day, no. every day. Oh, I mean, answering the phone. You know, make an experience out of answering the phone. Yeah. You know, it's got to be sincere, but you don't want, you know. I I mean, I call, do you remember Zig Ziglar from years ago? I called his corporation one day to do something and they answered it. I remember this to this day. It was like 30 years ago. Hello. It's a great day at the Zig Ziglar operation or Zig Ziglar company. My name is Susie. How can I help you? I mean, it was like, wow, it's a great day. Nobody, I've never had anybody answer the phone like that before, but it, I mean, that was 30 years ago. Right. So um, you don't want to have a funeral home answering the phone that way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, don't they get buried in too many things anyway? So um, that was a joke. <clears throat> um, I, I got it. <laughs> I've got girls around my house who are like 12 and 10. I always have to tell them that was a joke. You're supposed to laugh. And they grow. Well, I know. Um, talk about your book here, uh, Systematic Magic, because okay. this book is where you you kind of unpack for us different aspects of this process. So just tell us a little bit when somebody goes to Amazon and gets your book or, or probably your website too, um, what are they going to learn through that book? Sure. Um, I mean, it's really the cliff notes to, uh, you know, my full on program. Um, but you can get 
so much. The way I set the book up actually is for you to, you know, read a chapter. And at the end of the chapter are questions that you should be answering. So I want you to write in the book, even though your old librarian told you never to do that. You know, write your notes in the book. um, And it's designed to get your ideas flowing. So I have what I call seven magic keys to Disneyfying your business. Uh, The first magic key is what I call the wow factor. Uh, So what we just talked about, about how to answer the phone or fold towels or whatever the, you know, the thing is that you're doing that's going to cause people to say, wow, or cause people to say, you'll never guess what happened at, you know, Applebee's today. Um, And so it breaks it down and then into the other keys. Um, So, you know, you've got a a section all about details. Um, If you didn't know, Disney is a very detail-oriented company. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're missing any of those details, you know, it will mar the show. It will mar your systems. Um, And so you've got to make sure that you've got that attention to detail and that it's balanced with what you're trying to accomplish. Um, you know, if you walked into a medical office, you know, to see your doctor and you're sitting there waiting and there's, you know, gunk on the chair and the house plants are all dirty, you know, got dust hanging from them. Mm-hmm. I think twice about going into that exam room because I don't know where his, the rest of his stuff has been. Um, so, you know, for that profession, well, really for any profession, I mean, if you're, yes. you know, if you're in banking or finance, good gracious, if you're not paying attention to the details, I'm going somewhere else. That's right. Um, you know, I talk a lot about um, how to get employees engaged in the business um, and really how a lot of the ideas in the business will really come from the employees that do it day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Disney does that the same way. Uh, you know, when we were creating uh, Chef Mickey's, which was the character dining uh, restaurant that I uh, designed, we went to the servers, the busboys, the hostesses and said, hey, how do we do what you do and create the system? And then how do we, Dis, or Walt Disney used to call it plussing. How do we improve it? So it's constant process improvement. Um, I talk a lot about what your center is or what your uh, reason why um, a lot of people have. Now, I mean, a lot of us know you're a dentist. Okay. Um, well, why are you a dentist? And what is your mission? And remembering your mission has to be bigger than your job. Um, you know, so I, when I work with clients, um, you know, we try to find out, okay, what is the real reason that you became a dentist? And what's your mission from that? Now, probably 70% of dentists are just going to, you know, forget it. Right. You know, I'm here to make a buck. I don't care. You know, send me my insurance payments and I'm good to go. Yeah. But that other 30%, especially private pay dentists that don't take insurance, mm-hmm. um, you know, are trying to create an experience. And so I, the one orthodontist I worked with, um, his mission was to create a million smiles. Mm. You know, um, you know, it's a, and that's a mission that yeah. the entire business, all the employees can rally around. I mean, it's not a mission statement of, you know, we are a responsible vendor and environment, you know, and all that crap. Yeah, Nobody right. even knows their mission statement. That's I ask right. the question all the time at my at my events. I'm like, who has a mission statement? And just about everybody raises their hand. Uh, all right. Who knows their mission statement? And like all of the hands go down except three. 
And then I call on one of the three. All right, buddy. What is it? And all you get is humana, 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 humana. (laughs) Your mission has to be, but it also has to be something that your employees can really embrace and understand. Disney's mission is make people happy. That's it. There you go. That's easy. As any entry level person can imagine, I can do that. Yep. So, um, and then we go on on, on how to uh, some of the other pro- uh, things I talk about are process. So how Disney puts their systems together. Um, and then I've got a section of the book that's really dedicated to business building um, and a little bit on marketing. Um, you know, you and I, I think both subscribe to that direct response marketing yep. um, process. And so there's an introduction. Um, if nobody's really familiar with it, there's a kind of a, uh, what do I want to say? Uh, a, a light version of direct I'll response call it a, marketing. A prim- I'll call it a primer. A primer. Yeah, a yeah. start. A, exactly. a taste. Yeah. And and that's good. Thank you for that. It's, it's a high-level overview. So I want people to to go get it. Get your book called Systematic Magic. And you can get it on, get it on Amazon and Kindle. Yep. But you know, read it um, because it's going to help you. As you were explaining all of that, Vance, I was thinking, wow, what if... You took, you bought the book and you went through one chapter a month with your team. If you've got a team of people and say, all right, what's this chapter about? And how can we implement something from this chapter one a month? That's it. So you're going to spend yep. the entire year in this book, basically. But the transformation that will happen in your business, uh, you won't recognize your business. It yep. really, really would be. So it, this is not a book uh, that you read and say, well, that was a well, it could be, but right. to really get it, you need to you need to take it a little bit at a time. And the key thing there is implement it. Take and I love how you put the note section in there after each chapter because I don't know how many books I've got that have like scribbles on the sidelines and things. <laughs> yep. Put it in the back and then stop and take action and go. All right, we're going to do this. And I love your mission statement thing because yeah, I walk into businesses all the time around the community. They have their big puffy mission statement that's three or four sentences long that I have a hard time reading it as I read it, let alone being able to memorize it. Right. Um, and if you asked any employee in that business, what is it? Probably they're not going to know unless they're reading it over your shoulder. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. So your, your, when you, when you create this experience, we've talked a lot about what I would say is, is front end, so first meeting the client or going from a prospect to a client. What about on the, what I would call now the back end of the business? They've, be, they've become a client. How, give me like one system an attorney or a doctor or somebody could, could use on the back end. After I leave, I, I'm happy because you just helped me, you know, fix my tooth or whatever. But mm-hmm. I want to, I want you to refer me. What, what are some ideas that somebody could go, Oh, I never really thought about that. Well, you know, referrals, you know, you talk about needing a system. Uh, you have to make referrals happen. Um, and the, really the, the sense you want to get across to your clients is I expect you to give me referrals. Now you're going to say it a little bit more elegantly, but that's the messaging that you want. If you're going to be a client of mine, you must refer. Um, and so. You know, all of my uh, packages for any business, I've set up a complete referral system. And it starts with 
the, that first meeting um, at the front door, um, not only does my uh, technician give them a business card, but it also gives them a business card um, that has a referral certificate on it. Um, so right from the get-go, we're starting that we expect referrals. And then in our client folder, we have a big certificate for a free room of carpet cleaning that you can give to somebody else. Wow, at the end, um, we also ask, hey, is there anybody, any friends or family that you know uh, that could use a good cleaning or could be disney or whatever it is? And they say, you know, oh, yeah, I might have one or two. And, you know, sometimes they don't feel, you know, like they want to do it right on the spot. I'm like, okay, great. You know, here's an easy way to send it to us. Give them a little form. Bang. They can send it back to us. Now, after you've done your meeting, your session, whatever your, your profession is, um, you've got to continue that. So I have a monthly newsletter that I do in print. Um, if you're not doing one of those, print? you should Did you say print? Um, in the mailbox? Man, in I, the I, mailbox, a real I, one with paper and writing on it. Forgive me. Um, I, I write about this regularly to my list to go, there is nothing. I went to my mailbox yesterday, pulled out two things. It's a great time. So talk more about that. It's, you know, but the thing is you have to set your newsletter up strategically Mm -hmm. and let's keep with the referrals. So in the newsletter, um, I have an entire, probably half a vertical page set up for my referral system. So in there is a, uh, a listing of all of the new clients um, that I got from referrals um, I've got a little graph, a uh, little pie chart that says, you know, how much percentage of my business is due to referrals and how much is due to regular advertising. And, you know, each year that pie gets that that referral piece gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, so that you give them a visual. And then um, the last part of it is a, uh, a shout out to all of the people who did the referring. Um, you know, people love to see their name in print. They really do. I mean, remember when you were a kid, you know, and your picture of the high school band was in there and your name was underneath the picture and you're like, ah, you know, everybody look, look. People still like that. Yep. It doesn't have to be a newspaper anymore if they still print them, but people like it. Um, So really, you know, you've got to make sure that if you're going to implement or if you're going to expect referrals, you've got to set up a system that is going to generate them for you. Um, and then on the newsletter, please don't talk about the latest whiz-bang thing that happened in your industry. Uh, you know, you got a new flux capacitor with a discombobulator valve, and it's going to generate white teeth. Right. Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. Um, but if you, like, I shamelessly use my children in my marketing. And I have clients that have watched my kids grow up because I can constantly use pictures of them and what they are up to. Your newsletter really needs to be like Reader's Digest light. It's really what a newsletter is. You got to have stick items in there. And stick items are things that will keep the newsletter around. You want it on the coffee table. You want it on the uh, table in the waiting room. Um, and a stick item is like a crossword puzzle or a Sudoku or something like that that's going to get people to, you know, if you're a Sudoku person, am I even saying that right? Sudoku? I think Sudoku? so. Yeah. So, yeah. That's how I, I say it anyway. So it's right. So I, I put those in there. And for what I understand is most Sudoku players will not 
put the thing down or throw it away until the puzzle's done. Yep. They just have this some kind of compelling thing that, you know, if they're just missing one line, well, I'm going to put it down and then they'll come back. That's the kind of thing. You want it to be a coffee table book. Yeah. Um, Well, and and the reason for that is you want to become what I call a household name. You want to become part of the family. And a regular print newsletter every month with fun articles about Vance and his family, that starts that process. They're really easy to do to start. Uh, but I love going back to your referrals, the referral card or whatever that was that you give mm-hmm. people, because that's an easy way for somebody to hand something to somebody else. Hey, we just got our carpets clean. They did a phenomenal, brought me a gift. Here's a, if you ever need a carpet, clean, here's a free room of carpet cleaning. Yep. Who are they going to call? Right. And yep. any business could figure out a way to do just that. Um, Especially if you're really hitting your target market. You know, if you're in Mrs. McGillicuddy and she's in a $750,000 home in a great neighborhood that you want to see more of, well, you know what? Mrs. McGillicuddy's getting like six cards, you know? Um, And if I'm at the single wide trailer with the three legged dog running around out front, they're not getting a card because I don't want more of them. That's right. They deserve clean carpet, but. I just don't want more of them. That's right. I just and don't so you, want it. Somebody else can do it. So you, you got to know your, uh, your market. I, I go, to, I take my car to a, a specific uh, auto repair shop here in town. been doing it for years. And I just offhandedly at a Bible study referred a couple of guys to go to them. Right. And so those guys did. And I got in the mail a, a $20 the Parkway cash certificate with a handwritten note yep. saying, Michael, thank you so much for sending Vance Morris to us. We appreciate your referral. I blew me away. Guess what? I'm always looking for now is a new person to send to them. Yeah. And I thought, and, and it's a system because it happened once, once, one month. And then the next month, the next guy went and I got the same letter and I'm like, look at this. And yeah. it's, it's fun, but anybody can do something like that. You could send somebody a, you know, Starbucks gift card or a whatever just to say, thanks for the referral. And, and then if you do what you do in the monthly newsletter, it keeps it in my mind going, Oh, yeah. I need to do that. Yeah. Now, the thing with referrals, though, and I, I, I hope everybody understands this, is that you can't force them. And I don't bribe people to give me a referral. So I don't in any of my material, I don't say I'm going to give you five yeah. percent or I'm going to give you a coupon or anything for referring. People have to feel like this was a great experience. They delivered a great product. Um, yeah, I've got no problem telling my friends about them. Then with my system, I am giving them the means to do that. Yes. Um, and then, Brilliant. yes, I certainly agree. Your auto mechanics doing the right thing is you send a thank you. Thank you yes. so much for, even if it's just a card, you don't even have to give them money. That's right. You know? Um, That's right. depending on how big it is. I mean, I send cakes in the mail mm-hmm. you know, I'll wow. and somebody, you know, uh, th- thank you. You know, well, I mean, if they, send me a $3,000 job. That's right. Then in a $40 cake in the mail is the least I can do. No big deal. Yeah. And they're, guess what? They're going to talk about it. And that's, that's right. what, and because what you're doing there, Vance is, is you're giving them an experience that they're going to remember. And that's really what you talk about in your book, systematic magic. It's what you talk about. Talk, tell us a little bit about your, your, uh, your, your program uh, that you've got for business owners. 
Oh, sure. Um, so what I've done is I, uh, two or three times a year, I actually go to Disney uh, with a group. I bring a group of business owners to Disney, um, but I can only do it two or three times a year. Um, and it's a, you know, it's a full three day boot camp. We do uh, sessions in the classroom. We do we go out into the parks and we look at how Disney does stuff in the parks. We go behind the scenes. Um, but I can't constantly do those things. One, my wife would kill me for being at Disney all the time. And how am I, how can I explain that as a job? Yeah, I just go to Disney, you know. Um, but what I did was I took everything that I teach there and I packaged it up into, um, a program, uh, called the ultimate client experience. And it's everything you would get on one of those boot camps without having to go to Orlando. Um, so it's, you know, it's everything that the book talks about, but in infinite details, probably about 12, 13 hours worth of, uh, worth of material. Okay. All right. And people can find that and find out more information about that at your website, which mm-hmm. is, yes, you, you say it. Oh, I say it. Deliverservicenow.com. There you go. Deliverservicenow.com is Vance's website. You need to go check it out. He's got all kinds of great resources. Uh, sign up for his email list. He's got a great email that goes out as well. So sign up for that and, and just learn more about how to create an experience for your prospects, your clients, your referrals. Uh, we all know, we all want referrals, right? Build an experience on the front end of your business and the back end, and those referrals are going to come to you. And um, get a copy of, of Vance's book, Systematic Magic. It's on Amazon. It's on Kindle. Go to his website and just connect with him and get, get on his email list. You'll love his emails because they're fun. And um, you're going to learn a lot. And I just want to encourage you to, to reach out to him because he can. He, he talks about something that's very unique. There aren't many people that I've met who talk about an experience and how do you systematize an experience like Disney does, or like Chick-fil-A, or like, I mean, there are lots yes. of companies around that we just go, well, how do they do that? They started really small, and that's what Vance is telling you today. Start small, pick one. And uh, I would say the first one is go get a copy of his book, go to his website, sign up for his email, and engage with Vance and learn from him of how to build experiences in your entire business. And this time next year, you're going to have a much better, healthier business. That is that fair? I would say very fair. Okay. Definitely. All right. But, you know, well. and you, it, you can easily be overwhelmed. And, you know, I say do the one thing. I mean, I give, you know, all of my clients get a, a planner, a one-year planner. And literally, you're only allowed to do one thing a week in the planner. Wow. You know, don't go. And I tell the employees, don't let the boss go willy-nilly here. Stick to it. One thing at a time. That's brilliant. That was worth the, the price of the whole podcast, man, because I'm uh, <laughs> I, I'm all over the board and sticking to one thing. But uh, go to his website, um, DeliverServiceNow.com, sign up for his email, and then go get a copy of his book and, and read it. And more importantly, apply one thing at a time and build an experience in your business, and your business will grow. Vance Morris, thank you, sir. Thanks for being uh, a guest on my podcast. It's been fun. And we've just scratched the surface, but uh, maybe we can do it again sometime. Great, Michael. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. You are welcome, sir. You go have a great day. And for all of you listening, thanks for uh, listening again. Look forward to having you uh, back on the next episode of Experts Speak. Go have a great day. Thanks for listening to Experts Speak with Michael DeLon. 
If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.